Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Are you frustrated by your typical hunting and fishing magazines? Are you tired of reading content meant for guys up north or in the Midwest? Don't get left behind following the guidance of guys who don't hunt and fish in your home state. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors magazine subscription and become a better southern outdoorsman. Great Days Outdoors magazine can be found at your local Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, Tractor Supply Company, Rule King, Bass Pro Shops, or you can save and buy online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Fish Bites. For more than 20 years, anglers everywhere have come to know one thing, that nothing says no to Fish Bites. We are the Fish Bites Nation, and this is your invitation. So grab some Fish Bites and get busy casting, because you can't join the nation without doing the catching. Ask for Fish Bites or Fish Club Lures, or visit fishbites.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brian Sin. Hope you guys are having a great week. It is a rainy, rainy day in Alabama. It's Thursday, and uh, man, it's been a rainy week, that's for sure. I don't know how this is affecting the fishing. I I know last week, you know, we kind of talked about some of the same kind of stuff with the rain, muddier water. Some places it seemed like it was still okay. And, and some people were, you know, some of the lakes, it was seemed like it was a little more of a struggle. So, uh, man, I'm anxious to see how things are going out there across the state with the fishing this week. And let's our first segment. Let's get my man, Jake Maddox on here from the Coosa River. What's going on, Jake? What's going on? How are you? Man, glad to be off the road. I've been driving in this rain all dang day, I think. So uh, finally to get, glad to get the truck parked in the driveway, get out of yeah, it. Yeah, I hear you. I think I just got out of all the rain. I'm going to hit today, made it up to Nashville, Tennessee. We have a uh, big fishing show this weekend, so we're uh, about to pull into the hotel parking lot. So Awesome, man. What show is it this week up there? I think it's the just the... Tennessee Fishing and Boating Expo, I think is what it's called. Heck yeah. Uh, we had the East Tennessee show last weekend, so this is the one we just moved it over three hours to Nashville. So. Well, good deal, man. I think, uh, and, and for those of y'all who didn't hear it, we had had the lady who puts on the East Tennessee show. She was on our podcast a few weeks ago, and man, she is bringing a fishing show to the state of Alabama. I can't believe we hadn't already had one. March the 10th, 11th, 12th, I believe is when it is in Gaston. So uh, y'all put that on your calendar. Be looking for that. It's going to be a great show. I'll be up there myself. Jake, you might be up there and you might not. You're a busy guy getting pulled in a lot of different directions, plus you're fishing. So, but there'll be a lot of people up there for sure. A lot of good manufacturers and companies and uh, man, it'll be all kind of great, great booths to, for, for us to visit. So I'm looking forward to that show. But uh, hey, what's been going on, man? You've been you've been been catching any fish in this rain and this muddy water? Yeah, been fishing a little bit. Lot. This is the time where I'm getting tackle ready, trying to get my boats lined up. I've actually got mine for sale right now. Got a new boat coming. It actually came yesterday, but gotta get this one. I've got now sold. But yeah, I've been fishing a fair bit still. Just doing my doing that whole deal. Uh, fishing with my brother a lot. So uh, so yeah, just. Kind of stay on the water as much as possible, but got a busy schedule. So. I hear you. I know you do. Well, what what do you have for sale? 
So it's a 2022 Phoenix 920. So it's 20 foot, six inch boat, big wide deck. Um, the nine model, the nine models are that wider deck. 250 Mercury four stroke, power pro blades, impulse lithium batteries. I've got 236 volts in parallel and then a 12 volt cranking battery. So you're never going to die on anything out in the water, I promise. And then C clear power harness, got a Helix 15, a Helix 12, a Garmin Echo Map 12. Live scope, Mega three sixty, old tracks, you know, we got it all. So this is this boat is decked out, ready to get in the water and be fished in. <laughs> it is decked out. I have got a I just think everyone's kinda of scared of my hours, but uh, you know, I put a lot of time on the water, twenty twenty two boat, it's twenty one motor. I just have, you know, five hundred something hours on it. But that being said, the new four strokes were designed to have 3,000 hours on the original powerhead. They're made for designed around salt water, so nothing really to worry about there. And I've got the platinum warranty, so I think I've got like six years of warranty left on it. So Shoot, man. I'm not too worried about it. No. Hey, that sounds like, uh, man, used boats, good used boats like that are hard to come by right now. So if you're listening and you're yeah, in the market for, sure. for a boat, reach out to Jake and uh, we'll give his number at the end of this segment. Man, he's, I know it's been taken care of. And a lot of fish been been caught in it for sure. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fish have been being caught in it. It's a it's a good boat for sure. I uh, you know, uh, it's the boat I proposed to in. It's got a lot of money this this past year. I've caught a lot of big ones out of it. So it's a it's a sick boat for sure. So. Heck yeah, man! I wish I could come get it from you. Yeah, might have to give me might have to give me a good deal. Yeah, maybe so. That's right. Anyway, let's let's man, let's talk about the fishing. Like, like I said, you know, at the first of the, of the podcast here, I mean, my goodness, we've got some rain the last few weeks and, uh, I, I drove over, you know, uh, Logan Martin a while ago, coming back from Aniston Pale, through Pale city. And, and I, it doesn't look like it's, it still looks like it's coming up. Definitely not back up to full pool. It didn't look like yet, but I'm sure there's a lot of current coming down the river right now. And, um, in the same way on the Tallapoosa with Lake Martin, uh, I don't know where it's at as far as its stage, whether it's back up or not, but it, where, where have you, you've been fishing Lake Martin mainly or. Yeah, mainly Lake Martin. Uh, just like, you know, my brother, you know, he's been busy with the college stuff. He's had like three tournaments already this year in Florida, um, at Harris chain. And, uh, yeah, so we've been fishing Lake Martin a little bit together and then hopping in the boat with some buddies that live down there and. I'm living down there right now, so it's uh you know a good time to be fishing. You know, pretty much everywhere in the state of Alabama, the biggest thing with the rain is fish get shallow whenever it rains, and it, you know you got a lot of current, sometimes too much current. So a lot of times it'll push a lot of the bait fish. You know they don't want to you know have to fight that real cold muddy water out in the main river all the time. So this is a great time if you're on the Coosa River or any of those places, river-type system lakes, start fishing those creek mouths or those little places where they'll eventually spawn. This is a great time to go in there with a jerk bait, a rattle trap, anything like that. It's just a phenomenal time to fish reaction bait for, you know, multi-species. It's a great time to catch really big mixed bags. So I'm looking forward to getting my new boat and getting out of the water. And, you know, we can't fish like you fall because we're on the off-limits, but I'm excited to get to Lake Martin and the Coosa River and, you know, put some of those tactics to work. Heck yeah. You know, when we have a time like this where we've got that current, like you said, it's pushing a bait. Fish are looking to get out of the current a little bit. Do you try to, when you go into these creeks or go into these pockets 
uh, or lakes off the main channel, do you try to kind of stay close to the main channel instead of going way back up in the pockets or is that okay too? You know, fish are just so weird. And then, you know, like now we've got all the live scope stuff to like tell us, you know, you know, you can see what the fish are doing day to day, how they change, how they're reacting to the weather and everything. So all that's open, it's fair game to me. I like to just start at the mouth of those creeks and just work my way back uh, and just try to figure out where they're positioned. Because this time of year when they're trying to get out of the current, not saying you can't catch them in the current, definitely you can on certain places. But the vast majority of the bait are going to try to get out of that stuff. And those bait eaters are going to really, really just focus in on that bait rather than that structure. So definitely any of those pockets that they'll eventually spawn in might have, you know, those deep guts out in the mouths of them and they might flatten out in the back. Any of those ditches are fair game this time of year. If you've got live scope, that's great. If you don't, no big deal. Just fix troll motor down, rattle trap, spinner bait, crank bait, and you're you can spin, you're good to go. But mainly a reaction type bait, though. You're not, I mean, not a finesse type. I mean, you're trying to get that muddy, the water's a little bit muddier, I guess, and you're trying to get that reaction straight, right? Yeah, I'm a reaction bait fisherman for the most part. I do do dabble in the finesse stuff a little bit, but my finesse stuff is still moving bait. So a lot of times I'm throwing a finesse swim, swim bait on a, a little ball head. I've got one um, that I've been throwing recently. It's by Echo Baits. They just made their launch last week at the East Tennessee Fishing Show. It's designed around live scope, but, man, it's a great jig head regardless if you have it or not. Basically, it's got a concave jig, concave face, so it acts like a satellite dish. So when you point your forward-facing sonar at it, it acts like a satellite dish and reflects that transmission back to you so you get a lot harder return. So you can see your bait on live scope at further distances. So, I mean, I can cast, I'm using a Shimano uh, Zodius, the 7.6 medium a lot. I'm using a long spinning rod, 7.6. And I can make that little bitty jig head. I can fling that thing, you know, very far. A 150-foot cast is not out of the picture. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know how far that is until you get live scope and you actually can get it dialed in and see how far you can, 150 feet actually is. So. That's a great one, um, little ball head. I'm using like a little um, Big Bite Baits 2.8, one of their little swim baits. It's great for that. A Mega Bass Spark Shad's also really good. So that's kind of what I'm doing as far as I'm still throwing moving baits. I'm fishing for feeding fish, and that's just that's how I try to approach every fishery. Just look for those ones that are actively feeding. So look for the bait. That is so interesting, yeah. man. I mean, we we all know how live scope and forward-facing sonar has changed fishing. But it's really cool now to hear how it's changing fishing lures and how manufacturers like Echo is saying, okay, how can we have a bait that's really good to catch fish on that also you can see better? What a cool design, man. I saw saw on Facebook your post the other day showing the bait and that like you said it looks like a, a little satellite dish on on the head of the bait to reflect that that sonar back what a brilliant idea yeah so Bo Terrell he lives in Auburn and he you know has a house on Lake Martin he's actually one of my clients I had guiding I've you know repeat customer became really good friends with him and then he reached out to me you know he had a new bait company coming out wanted me to try some of the baits and you know they're legit and he came on board this year as a sponsor. So really fortunate for that. Really excited to be working, you know, with somebody that's so innovative, you know, and 
he lives pretty close to me to where I can go to his house and we can tinker with tackle and do that sort of deal. So I actually have a signature series bait coming out, you know, designed by myself and Bo that we're going to, we're still working on some of the stuff. Can't give away too many details, but it's going to be legit. Man, that's cool. What a great, what a great opportunity and a cool process that y'all get to be right there and, and, and close together and work on and make these things what they are. That is a cool, it's a cool looking bait, man. I, I'm ready. I can't wait to get my hands on one myself. What's the best way for people to, to find that bait? I know it's brand new. Y'all just launched it last, like last weekend. So, I mean, where do you find it? Yeah. So echobaitscompany.com. That's the best place to find them or on Instagram, Facebook, Echo Baits Company. So, uh, or go on my Instagram, go to hashtag, uh, you know, every post I do, I do hashtag Echo Baits Co. You can just click on that hashtag and it'll pull you to all the posts about it. And you can, there's a lot of information right there. So, Heck yeah, um, man. That'll put you in the right direction. Yes, sir. But the name of the game right now, why the water's running like it is, and all the rain we've had, more to come, it looks like. Get shallow, get in the mouth of the creeks, and just start working your way back with some reaction baits. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, depending on where you are in the state, February screams pre-spawn. The very, very first wave of fish will spawn at the end of this month, the first week. The last week of February and the first week of March is like prime time, my favorite time, like especially Lake Martin. It seems like February 28th is the magic day that they start moving up big ones and they'll actually start, you know, rubbing, doing that kind of stuff. So there to about March 18th is like your prime time spawning. So right now we're in that pre-spawn. So another great thing is get up on the bank and throw a red crankbait. Everybody knows that. It's awesome. But even places like Gunnersville, you know, they might not get on, they might be in the creek mouths and stuff. They're just going to try to get away from that current. So they might even be somewhere on the main lake that blocks the current. It might be grass. It might be a rock seawall, might be a bridge, that sort of thing. So just look for current breaks, look at the mouths of those creeks, those ditches, and then anything that blocks current on the main lake. So whether it be grass, seawalls, whatever. So that's great insight right there, Jake. Thank you for that, man. I saw. It kind of tells everybody what they need to do. That's for sure. I mean, it's a plain and simple technique and uh, the fish are moving up, looking for that break and uh, man, go catch them. Uh, It's a, it's a, it's a, we're getting to that. We're getting to that magic time of the year, right? That we all look forward to. Yeah. And it can happen quick. You know, like we go from straight wintertime patterns to they're spawning, you know, like, so this month, the beginning of the month, I would just worry about your, about your pre-spawn, your winter time patterns. And then at the end of the month, that's when you start maybe looking. Coosa River, it seems like it takes a little bit longer for them to get, start spawning. So like your, you know, your Lay Lakes, your Lake Mitchells, that kind of stuff. It might be the first, you know, week of March, second week of March before that big wave moves up. But, you know, it seems like the spotted bass, they really don't care about water temperature as much. much. Those are usually the first ones that move up. And then those big largemouth do, so. Just take that in consideration. A lot of the bait fish is already in some of those spawning pockets, just staging, trying to get away from that current. So, heck yeah, man. Next month or so, you know, you don't have to move too, too far. Well, good deal. Well, Jake, if somebody wants to book a trip with you, uh, I know you're booking some trips up, and, and, uh, or if they want more information on the Echo Bait or any other base that yeah. you that you have and <clears throat> our information what's the best way for them to contact you brother yeah so my number is 205-451-2895 uh 
Um, or you can check out my website, bassandbros.com. I also have a new website for myself, for my, you know, the pro fishing thing that I'm trying to do is uh, jakemaddoxfishing.com. And then, uh, yeah, that's the best way. Or just DM me on Instagram. It's jmad underscore fishing. That's probably your best bet. Just shoot me a DM. We can go fishing. I'm doing uh, trips on Lake Martin. I'm also doing live scope specific trips. Garmin, I've just got sponsor Garmin on board as a sponsor this year. So Garmin and Echo, Echo Jig Head. So it's just kind of like a perfect match, you know, with that forward facing technology and just getting to work with those companies that are right there at the forefront of that, you know, bass fishing's changing. So we got to change. So that's right. No doubt about it. Well, Hey man, be safe. I know you're on the road up to uh, Nashville right now. Hope that's a great show this weekend. And, and, uh, look brother, I mean, I don't know what the weather's going to be next week, but, uh, you're going to be back around the house. Let's me and you hook up and, uh, go get in the boat. Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. Let's do be it. safe. <clears throat> I'll talk to you soon, Jake. Thank you, buddy. Yes, sir. See ya. All right, guys, let's take a few moments and hear from some of this week's sponsors. L&M Marine has something for everyone, from small hunting boats, pontoon boats, to bigger bay boats, offshore boats, and hybrids. L&M Marine LLC prides itself on its customer service and knows how important it is to be taken care of and to have someone you can trust. They are locally owned and regularly support the community. L&M Marine provides superior customer service and has an entire team that consists of professional sales members, financial experts, service technicians, and a knowledgeable parts and accessory staff to support you. Go visit their friendly, reliable, and experienced staff now locally owned six miles north of I-10 on 34600 Highway 59 in Stapleton, Alabama, or call 251-937-1380. Also brought to you by Baker's Metalworks in Dixie Supply. Baker Metalworks and Dixie Supply offer numerous items to help you get your project done right the first time. They carry a variety of different panel profiles in your choice of colors and gauges with all the matching trim and accessories. They also offer a full line of hardware items and post-frame building designs. Their friendly and knowledgeable sales representatives are always willing to help answer any questions or concerns you may have. Contact them with any questions or get a free estimate today. Baker's Metalworks and DC Supply, your metal roofing headquarters. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Great first segment with Jake. Always love having him on here. And man, he's involved in some really cool projects with these lures and forward facing sonar and all this stuff. But uh, so y'all give Jake a call if you want to talk to him, pick his brain, or book a trip with him. But uh, let's move up to North Mississippi. Another one of my favorite callers, Mr. Brent Crow. What's going on, buddy? Not much, but it's North Alabama. <laughs> What did I say? Mississippi. Did I say Mississippi? I've been over in the in the Mississippi every now and then on the lower end. My goodness, I've lost my day. It's rained and got my mind jacked up. I, I guess being <laughs> driving in the driving in it all day, I must uh must be having brain freeze or something. So yeah, let's go to North Alabama, not North Mississippi. I thank you for correcting me. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah, well, man, what you been uh what you been up to lately? Been catching some fish. You know, really, this winter I hadn't done a whole lot. Uh, I had shoulder surgery in December, so I'm trying to get over that. And I fished the Alabama Bass Trail 100 at Wadawi, I guess, two weekends ago. And I think we got another. We got eight, the Alabama Bass Trail kicks off the north next Saturday at Smith. So I'm looking forward to that. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Well, I know that, you know, Wadawi and, and, and Gunnersville, Pickwick, Smith, all of those on the Tennessee River, I'm sure it's 
you know, with the rain we've had right now and, you know, got a, got a lot of current and a little bit muddier water probably. And man, what's your, what's your approach this time of year up there? Well, you know, the one thing about it, it hadn't gotten that cold this year. Uh, a lot of times in February, the water's in the 40s, and when it gets cold and muddy, it gets pretty tough. But if it'll stay warm, and I think it's going to warm back up the next couple of days. Uh, yeah, I, I like when it's when the water gets stained. It usually puts fish on the bank, especially if you get some current. So that's typically on pickwig, wheeler, or, or even smith. That's a, that's a good thing this time of year. Like I said, especially since it's not as cold as it normally is. But you can catch some big old fish in the, in uh, in the wintertime. And and like I said, with it with a lot of current and and a little stain, you can catch them right on the bank. Heck yeah, man! That's that's kind of it seems like a common thing for sure across the state the last two weeks everybody we've talked to has kind of said the same thing man go to the bank when you got this current a little bit of stain and uh, are you fishing mainly like reaction type baits yeah I, you know the berkeley fritz side is my first choice it seems like uh most of the most of the time a square bill or the fritz side and you know i'll throw in a spinner bait and a, and a chatter bait every now and then as well i don't do a whole lot of anything slow this time of year if i can help it i mean if it was clear and didn't have a lot of current it'd be different but in these in this situation you can power fish all you power fish yeah that's that's a fun way to do it too how deep that crankbait run a square bill well square bills run three to five and the fritz side runs four four five six and like i said you, you know you really don't have to worry about getting it deep this time of year yeah, just just go just when so when you're going down when you're fishing the bikes and up close, are are you trying to this time of year, are you trying to do you kind of try to stay close to the main channels? Do you go back up into pockets? Kind of what's your how do you kind of approach the day? A little bit of both. I mean, you know, the, the water's like on Pickwick, the water's been low, so the creeks are about out of the question. It's mostly main river stuff, and that's where all your current's gonna be anyway. Gunner's full same way. I mean, it's mostly main river stuff, but you know, yeah, at Smith Lake, I fish creeks and pockets. You really don't have any current at Smith, so it's just stained water. And it really, I mean, you know, it's got so many pockets and blues and creeks and whatever. I mean, you don't have to worry about main river or back of creek or whatever. You're just looking for that stained water. Yeah, and just power fish it. Yep. And, so, you know, you just cover ground, and you're also, you know, you're trying to pick apart the, the targets that you approach. I mean, current, any kind of current break on the river or wood, I mean, it can be anything, boat ramps, concrete, any, you know. Anywhere that that bait and the bass can get out the current a little bit. Yes, sir. You know, and you mentioned, you mentioned obviously the crankbait and, and then, you know, throwing a spinnerbait on there some as well. How do you choose which one you going to fish with? I mean, you know, obviously the spinner baits, you're going to run a lot shallower than you are the crankbait. Is it just kind of, you just start with one and trial and error or what dictates whether you throw in the spinner bait or the crankbait? You know, I'll have all of them on the deck and, and just experiment a little trial and error. And then also just the slope of the bank too. I mean, if it's more of a straight drop, then I might throw a chatterbait more where you can control the depth, just let it fall a little bit. But if it's a sloping type bank, then you can, where you can contact the bottom all the time with your crankbait, then that's what I try to do. So, I mean, like I said, you just get started and take clues from the fish, the ones you catch, and try to expand on that. Yeah. Yeah, and February is always a good time of year to, it, it seems like anyway, January and February are great times of the year to catch some big fish. No doubt about it. I mean, uh, I think in February, Gunnersville, 
just about all the big fish that I've that I remember anybody catching or or catching or whatever. February seems like that dominates more than any other month, and on uh, on Pickwick it's pretty much. You know, February, March, or you have to throw March in there on Pickwick, but February is always a good time to catch big ones for whatever reason. It is, man, and that's what I was going to ask you. What I wonder what the reason behind that is. I mean, is it just, I mean, are those big females, are they just starting to move up in February and, and you know, kind of in a, where you can, where you can catch them, maybe they're feeding, getting ready to go into bed. I mean, what do you think the reason for that is? I think that's that's part of it, just the pre-spawn. You know, it's it's a little early for true pre-spawn, but yeah, I think you know after December and January they're kind of starting to move around a little bit, and and the days are getting longer, so they're going to feed a little bit more. And then also sometimes the conditions play a big factor in it too. I mean, if all the bait's shallow in the mud and getting out of the current, and you know they're not going to sit out there in 25 feet if there ain't nothing to eat. So that's right. I think they follow the the food, of course. Yeah, so those big old fish that may be hanging out in, in the deeper water where they're harder to harder to target all of a sudden now when that current's hitting in february this time of year usually they they follow that bait on up where we can get a lure to them a little a little easier yeah i think that's you know it's probably a combination of everything but uh and also i mean you know for the most part there hadn't been a lot of pressure on them in december january obviously it's not as many people fish in the yeah. winter times they do in the spring and the summer. I mean, although it seems like these days, I mean, there's plenty of people fishing in the wintertime too. So. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But you're right. I mean, even though there's a lot more maybe fishing now in the winter than in the past or, you know, five years ago, it's still not as much pressure it is other times of the year. Everybody, won't, everybody goes deer hunting this time of year, ain't <laughs> Except the hardcore guys like yourself. Yeah, I mean, I think that definitely has something to do, something to do with it. I mean, you know, the, really the only break they're going to get is in January and February because everybody fishes every other time. Yeah. December and January, those are probably the two least fish months in Alabama. Yeah, no doubt about that. I would, I would definitely think that would be the case. Well, when do you, you know? I, I know, like we were just talking with the, the guests before you, and we were talking about the Talapusa Lake Martin and and Logan Martin and Lay and things like you know the Coosa River about the the fish. You know that first wave coming in into February, last week of February, first week of March is kind of a normal time for that first wave to start moving in. When we're talking about the Tennessee River, is is that a comparable time or is it usually maybe run a week or two behind or i think it's usually a little bit later than that up here and and you know part of the reason like on pickwick and wheeler the water's low until april the 16th and yeah i think those two lakes the spawn is behind gunnersville gunnersville doesn't fluctuate as much and there's always plenty of grass and all but i would say gunnersville they spawn before anywhere on the river and um you know, it could be, I mean, it could be middle of April before they really spawn sometimes on Pickwick or Wheeler, so. Yeah. And, but, you know, Smith Lake, I've caught bed and largemouth second week of March, so it's a little bit different in the river. Yeah, a little bit different, yeah. And I figured it would be just being a little north of us, you know, and, and maybe the water temperatures, you know, warms up a little little, little uh, quicker down here, further south you go, that I figured it would probably be a couple weeks behind it there, and it sounds like that may be true. Yeah, and I didn't even think about, you know, as far as getting full pool and the water coming up in April, you know, which allows them to spawn. Yeah, I think the fish get conditioned to it. Um, you know, the only the only time I think it really ma- makes a difference for them coming in earlier is if it just is a very, very warm March, which, 
you know, the last three marches we've had up here, it's just been floods every day. I mean, it's yeah. been, I don't think I've ever seen as much rain as we've had in the last three years in March. But so as a result, the fish haven't spawned in March at all around here. So, Huh. That's that's interesting. That's good stuff. Well, man, if you was going to give a tip of the day for people coming up there to, to fish the Tennessee River or Smith Lake, what would your tip of the day be, brother? I tell you, right now, I would throw a red, a red Berkeley Fritz side, no matter where I went up here. it's The conditions are perfect for it. It's a great bait. It catches fish shallow, and, and it doesn't matter where you go. You're going to find some stain water and some current, and fish are going to be on the bank. So that would be my, my tip right now. And red is the color. You know, I, I'm not a big color guy. Like, if I'm throwing soft plastics, I just throw green pumpkin for the most part. But for whatever reason, uh, in in February and March, I'm throwing a red crankbait no matter where I go. It seems like, you know, I don't know if there's it's just maybe that's because that's all everybody throws. They bite it, and there's no reason to, to, uh, yeah, to waver from against it. the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you catch them fish, don't try to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, Brent, man, if somebody wants to book a trip with you for this spring, come up and 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 fish on the Tennessee River or or Smith Lake. I know you guide on both places, Pickwick, all up through there. What's the best way for them to reach out to you and and book a trip with you? They can call me or go to my website. It's NorthAlabamaBass.com. Just got a new website, by the way. So awesome, check man. That out. Yep, uh, I think it went live this uh, this week. So I really it's I really excited about it. It's uh, it's the first one that I've not done myself. So it's obviously way better than anything yeah. I've had. <laughs> I hear you. And it's and it's what <laughs> North Alabama NorthAlabamaBass.com. NorthAlabamaBass.com. Good deal. We'll check it out. Is that the best way to, probably to reach out or Yeah, or you can call, call you? or text. Yeah, 256-466-9965. Good stuff. Brent, I appreciate it, man. Always love having you on here, brother. And I look forward to having you on again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, guys, let's take a few minutes and hear from some more of this week's sponsors. The all-new Alabama Fishing Show is coming to Gaston, Alabama at the venue at the Coosa Landing on George Wallace Drive, March 10th through 12th. The only true fishing show in Alabama featuring all things fresh and saltwater fishing. If you fish, don't miss the latest fishing gear, equipment, and apparel. Custom tackle, lures, rods, reels, electronics, and gear. March the 10th through the 12th, $10 for adults, $8 for kids, 5 and under get in free. Tickets are available online or at the door. Free parking. Learn more at alabamafishingshow.com. We hope to see you there. Also brought to you by MB Ranch King hunting blinds and feeders are built to last right here in the USA. With durability and convenience in mind, MB Ranch King's maintenance-free blinds are built and constructed with high-grade steel and come in a variety of sizes to meet any hunter's needs. We also offer high-quality, easy-to-use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or get a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King, built in the pursuit of perfection. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Great second segment. Always love having Brent on here. And, uh, man, you get ready to uh, to book a trip up there in that area of uh, North Alabama. Uh, man, always reach out and give him a call. He's a, He's got a lot of knowledge on those lakes and, and puts fish in the boat. Love having him on as a guest. But let's go to the other end of the state from the, ten, from the Tennessee River and uh, 
I know one of everybody's favorite lakes too, Eufaula, with my man Steve Grise. I know what's going on, Grise. How about it, Brian? Man, missed you on here lately, buddy. I, I know we tried to catch up a few times, and uh, you know it's just it's it's hard to get our schedules lined up. But man, I'm so thankful that you're on here today. I always love. Love you're a great guest. Love having you on here and getting your feedback. So, man, let's let's talk about you falling. Well, right now, there for a while, I was really wrecking them, but the water's gotten a little stained now, so I've got to change up. You know, and these fish are they're staging basically, Brian. They're they're in the little ditches and and you know, fifteen ten to fifteen foot areas, and and they're they're staging before they go up to spawn. So it's just a classic pre-spawn deal down there right now <laughs> but you got to find some decent water you got to find yeah. some decent water because uh, i just don't think they're you know shallow shallow right now yeah it's, it's really interesting you know we the the first segment today we had a we had a guest on from you know the the kusa and the talapusa and, and he's you know talking about the the pre-spawn not you know pre-spawn not really happening yet and and you know you'll start seeing that as the month goes on and then the fish there that first wave will come in you know that last week of february first week of march you'll start seeing more then the the second guest is on the tennessee river and he's like no you you ain't gonna see that until march or april up here and and then you know we 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 talked to you down in Eufaula, and you're like, yeah, you're we're already seeing pretty spawn. It's they're starting to set up in that mode. Yeah, further south. That's right. It's very interesting. And then that's just how it is. You know the way the geography and the you know it's really the uh, water temps. You know has a lot to do with it. Uh, right now, fifty five, yeah. fifty six, fifty seven, maybe. Of course, you know with a cold night, it it would it would change, but. You know, we're probably a, a month away or so from, from spawn, I think, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. What about the what about with all this rain, man? I mean, it, it, I know that you follow, you know, a river system, and just like the, the Coos and the Tennessee. And uh, I, I, is that a challenge or a blessing? Well, you know, to me, it's a challenge because I got to keep up with what's going on, which I don't mind doing that. It's just, you know, the fish are going to go shallow when the water muddies up because, you know, they've got the six senses, you know, and, and their number one sense is vision. I mean, uh, they like to see what they're eating. And so when it muddies up, it, their other senses come into play and uh, that usually moves them shallow. So, but. Two or three weeks ago, I was catching them out, but now the fish are are, are uh, out, still out. But you got to find the right water because up above the causeway, it's it's pretty blown out right now because they're they're generating water twenty four seven, and all that stuff's coming down. So and it's uh, stained up part of the lower lake. So the further you get to the dam, the better the water's going to be as far as clarity. So you're trying to focus more on that southern part of the lake right now, for sure. Well, right now I am because of the color of the water. It's it's tough to to fish offshore, you know, and, and when you got some stained up water, it just is. Yeah. And you got to slow down. Right now it's time to slow down. You know, a Carolina rig is, it comes into play right now. It's one of the best times to throw a Carolina rig because it'll. It's a good search bait, and it slows you down. And uh, 
your your reaction baits are are working in places, but you got to be in the right place. Yeah. So, how deep are you? Fi- are you catching fish right now? Well, I would say zero to fifteen is is your window. You know, right now. I mean, these fish are staging um, before their spawn is, and you know, if you're gonna have a fifteen foot bite or ten foot bite, pretty much you're gonna you have to be in some decent water. Because if you're in some fresh mud or real stained water, it's going to be a tough bite usually. Yeah. But uh, your spinner baits would work in the stained water right now. Chatter baits. Uh, you can find clear water, you know, in places where, you know, if you're familiar with the lake, where it gets clear, even though upriver is or above the causeway is is stained. Uh, there are places that you can get bit shallow, but you got to know where those places are. Yeah. Because, uh, it, it would be off the river, you know what I mean? Right, kind of back in the pockets and, and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Up in the creeks, yeah. Right. And that was my next question, is do you try to find those areas? So, let me just say this. Uh, yes, yeah, some of the creeks above the causeway uh, don't get the stain like, some of them do, and you just got to know which ones those are. And, you know, uh, bass will go to a, an area where it's clear water when it's stained also if they, if they know where that might be. They'll find it. And so, but anyway, the main thing right now is I'm, I'm fishing below the causeway right now because that's going to be your best bet. Right. Right this minute. Yeah. And so we got more rain coming tonight, so there's no telling, you know, what this front's going to do. But Well, it ain't stopped raining here in Birmingham all day long. It has literally right. rained the entire day. <clears throat> so we sending more water your way. Yeah, it's, hit, it's hitting us right now. But uh, you can still catch fish, you know. I mean, uh, 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 like I say, a Carolina rig is good. You know, some of your darker colors, they show up better in the uh, stained water. You know, if the sun's out, that makes it better, you know. It, you know, with stained water and cloud clouds, that's that's a not a good thing. It's tough right. to get a bite. But you got to change up. Uh, changing conditions, you got to change up the way you fish. Yeah, no doubt about it. Are Are you looking for, I mean, are you, are you kind of, when you're looking in that 10, 15 foot, are you trying to get out of the current in that clear water? And, and is that like on ledges or like in truly like or on flats, more kind of, you know, getting toward more of those spawning areas? Yeah, what's your, what you're looking for this time of year is you're looking for uh, your, your creeks, the fish have migrated back in the creeks, like down south. You'd be looking at uh, some of your creeks, uh, Topanani, you got Drag Nasty, uh, Sandy Branch, Sandy. The Georgia side really turns on this time of year because that's the shallow part of the lake. The river runs hard to the Alabama side, so the Georgia side turns on this time of year. And the watercolor is better. And so it gets a lot of pressure this time of year, but, you know, it's just what it is. But uh, you can catch fish down south on the Alabama side, too. You just got to know where to go. And you go back in these pockets, and and it won't be a stain because most of the stain is really, you know, out there close to the river. And certain sections of the lake down south, a lot of times the 
Alabama side will be stained, but you could go over on the Georgia side and, and it not be so st- stained. So it, you just have to find water that fits the way that you want to catch them because you can catch them out. Not all these fish are up shallow. They're, they're just staging. They're in little drains and little pockets, ditches, those type of things. But, um, you know, you, you can catch fish in five foot of water or less, uh, you know, if you catch them right, you know, where they're up there trying to chase shad up on the flats and so forth. So, well, I'll say this, I've been, uh, I've been watching you on Facebook on your, on your, on your Facebook page there. And, and you're finding these fish somewhere. Cause you, you've been putting some big fish in the boat this winter. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it was incredible. I mean, yeah, you've caught some incredible. big fish. You've had some great yeah, days. And, well, it, it, yeah, in those places where I was catching those two or three weeks ago, you know, those fish aren't there now because you, you can't. They might be there, but you can't hardly catch them because that was a deeper bite. And so the water's changed. So you've, you've got to move with the fish. And the, the fish are going to move where the bait is. I mean, that's just bottom line. Bottom line. They're not yep. going to stay. They, well, they're not going to stay in. 15, 20 foot, you know, uh, they're going to move wherever the groceries are, just like humans, you know, we, we're going to go wherever the groceries are. You dang right. So, we're going, we're looking for that buffet just like they are. You think? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Absolutely. You know, I mean, the, and the fish, the fish are going to uh, follow the, the bait and uh, the bait moves around too when it gets stained. You know, yeah. they may be out, you know, out in 15, 20, 25 foot and then it the water gets stained with well, the bait's not going to be there they're going to move shallower so the fish will uh, follow so but it's a classic uh, pre-spawn uh situation down in you follow right now and Man. uh it's 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 uh it's a challenging time you know of the year with the watercolor and so forth so but i think there's some uh, high school tournaments coming up so those boys will do pretty good if they'll slow down a little bit i believe yeah and i know that i think it's uh in two weekends or or two or three weekends i know they've got uh they've got a big tournament coming in town there kind of the kickoff first tournament i think it's one of the first tournaments of the year isn't it it's gonna be at eufaula i mean we were just talking about it on our first segment today and i can't remember it but he was talking about it's it's coming up here within in the next weekend after next or something like that yeah, I think I think Bassmaster's coming. Yeah, in March, and then uh, the Toyota Series will be later on. Yeah, you know, so that'll be coming. And the, the, you know, there's a lot of tournaments on. There's some local uh, tournaments that uh, are coming into play this week or next well, week. It's a great fishery but, uh, down there, and and if you like, you said if you know how to adjust and you know how to how to change with the conditions and. And put the time in like you do, and to to figure it out is man, a lot of fish can be taught, caught this time of year, and some great fish, for sure. And uh, you, I know you've done that. I mean, I like I said, I've I've seen the pictures. I know you catching them and and have been. But things change, and and fish move, and and the wood. You know, we've had so much dang rain, and the water stained up. So you know, it presents presents a different challenge, but also presents a a different opportunity and. For guys like yourself that stay on the lake all the time, and man, you you know where to go, and and that's that's why I love having y'all you on here. We we can always learn from what from what y'all are doing, and 
And hey, and I mean, if somebody wants to book a trip, I mean, you you're a guy that can 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 teach them something and 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 put fish in the boat all at the same time. That's what it's all about. So, what's what's the best way for somebody to contact you, Graz, if they want to book a trip with you and come down there and get in the boat? Well, I'm on I'm on Graz's Guideservice dot com, which is my website. Of course, I'm on Facebook, but they can give me a call seven zero six. Five nine three four one nine two. That's my cell. And uh, you know, we go out. I'll show you what you need to be doing. Show you some places, and show you how to read your electronics and and the whole bit. It's uh, I get I get some folks that have the same units I got, and I'll look at the screen, and I'll you know that's a fish right there, and they'll say that's a fish. I said yeah, that's a fish right there. They they don't understand their electronics. It amazes me. We talk about it all the time on here. We we really well, do. Well, they we, spend a lot of money. They yes. spend a lot of money, and they don't know how to read it or how to set it up. And so that's part of the trip too. So it's you know it's a whole. Uh, you get seven or eight hours with me out on the lake. I mean, it could be a a fun trip. And 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 that's the thing with you and 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 with with a lot of our guys and is that you know it's not just about booking a trip to catch fish and maybe that's all people want to do is to come down and get the boat and have one good day of fishing but i think for them for the majority of people it, it's more about learning whether it's learning how to Correct. utilize their electronics or learning what fish do and how they react and what you do in different conditions well that's exactly right that's where i get my thrill is to help somebody if you know after the day if i've helped somebody and i tell them when they get in the boat i said look uh don't be afraid to ask any kind of question about anything you know rods reels electronics why we're doing this why we do that and 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 i want them to you know ask me as many questions as they can because you know seven eight hours and uh they can learn a lot and i also tell them that after we're through, you can call me at any time if you've got a question, and a lot of them do, and I appreciate that too. Well, that means a lot to to them, and and uh, yeah, seven eight hours in the boat with you, and 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 your goal is is, and and I know they do is is for them to leave there at the end of that day a better, more knowledgeable, and a better fisherman than they were that day. So, y'all reach out to to, to Graz, look him up on his Facebook page. You got his phone number, give him a call. And I'll book a trip with him, and, and man, you, you won't regret it. I can tell you that. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to catch some fish at the same time. Graz, man, love having you on here, brother. Thank you for giving us your time today. Good to hear from you, Brian. Yes, sir. Anytime. All right, buddy. Well, take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. All right, thanks. All right, guys, let's take a couple more minutes and hear from just a few more of this week's sponsors. This segment was brought to you by Hilton's Real-Time Navigator. The days of heading out and blindly looking for good fishing areas pretty much over. Don't waste time and money on fuel searching for fish. You need the most recent, highest resolution images to not only know where to go, but where not to go. The knowledge provided by today's technology is critical when planning an offshore fishing trip. Make the choice that the professional captains all over the Gulf of Mexico make and choose Hilton's Real-Time Navigator. The easy-to-use interface and excellent customer service will have you on the fish every time you go. Check it out at hiltonsoffshore.com. And brought to you by Mallard Bay Outdoors. MallardBay.com is the Airbnb-style marketplace for discovering and booking your next guided hunting and fishing adventures. 
The Myler Bay Platform was built by sportsmen for sportsmen. Their mission is to help expand access to affordable and successful hunting by connecting you with verified outfitters across the U.S. You can browse trips and prices by state or species. Select the dates you'd like to go, message outfitters, and secure your dates all from one platform, mallardbay.com. Not sure where you want to go yet? Reach out on Instagram or Facebook, and they can help you find your dream hunt. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Hey, what a great show we had today. I mean, we're faced with the same thing all over Alabama right now, right? Whether you're in Tennessee River or or Coaster Tallapoosa or whether you're down in Eufaula or West Point, it's a lot of rain. Uh, It's a lot of current, and being able to navigate those conditions is what it's all about, and there's still a lot of fish that can be caught right now. It's not all bad. I mean, I like that the fish are being pushed toward the bank, and we can go up there and power fish a little bit more in certain areas. So, loved uh, love the the show today. Uh, very educational. So, hope you guys are listening. And that's going to be a wrap for this week's show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a minute, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review wherever you you listen. And if you'd like us to email you the podcast, we'll do it every week. All you have to do is text the word fishing to 314-665-1767. We will email you the show each and every week. Stay safe out there, guys. We'll talk to y'all next week. This week's Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report was brought to you by Texas Hunter. Since 1954, Texas Hunter Products has delivered the finest quality fishing game feeders and hunting blinds in the industry. To learn more, visit texashunter.com. And by northalabama.org. Are you looking for a real adventure? Whether you're experienced or just a weekend angler looking to land the big one, North Alabama is the place to go for your next fishing expedition. For more information, visit www.northalabama.org and click on Plan to download a North Alabama fishing guide. Also brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. If you want to grow big fish or healthier fish or just get your lake in better shape, call Southeastern Pond Management. You can call Norman Latona. Check them out on sepond.com. And by Killer Dock. Killer Dock combines durability, function, and design to uniquely upgrade your entire dock experience. Visit KillerDock.com to check out the greatest fish cleaning station known to mankind. And by Bucks Island. Bucks Island has been in business since 1948 for all of your new and used boat needs, as well as motor sales and services, and now they have a pro-level tackle store. Boat and motor trade-ins are welcome. Visit them online at bucksislands.com or give them a call at 256-442-2588. And Votana's Defense is proud to offer the PD Pro line of night vision systems. These ultralight night vision systems deliver the cleanest image, best resolution, best overall performance and function of any night vision system available. Photonist Defense, masters of darkness. And by OutdoorAlabama.com. That's where I learned the basics of how to hunt and fish, including what's in season and which license to buy. Learn more at OutdoorAlabama.com. Go hunt. Go fish. Get outdoors. This message was brought to you by the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. And by the all-new Alabama Fishing Show is coming to Gaston, Alabama, March the 10th through the 12th. The venue at Coosa Landing on George Wallace Drive, alabamafishingshow.com.